In the modern dating era, unsolicited dick pics are considered especially heinous. On this podcast, the dedicated hosts who recount these dating horror stories are members of an elite duo known as the Dating Dossier. These are our stories. Dun dun! dun. <laughs> Another episode of the dating dossier. What? what? Mm, 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 I love mm, our, our intro music. It always makes me feel so happy. I know it's it's bumping uh, mm-hmm. that free free downloads on. I forget the website <laughs> I found that, but I was stoked about it. Um, no, I'm super excited for this conversation because it's part two mm-hmm. to what we were talking about last week. So it's part two of. Ask the experts, and the experts are, drumroll please, Jillian (laughs) and Jessica, (laughs) and uh, welcome back. And we're here to, I mean, not give you advice, but again, it's just share the wisdom, aka Mm -hmm. the experiences from what I affectionately call the Dumb Bitch Chronicles. I think combined, you and I probably have about 80 years. I don't know how this is possible, but like 80 years worth of dating. Um, So I think we at least have somewhat of a basis to talk to other people about it. And if anything, do the opposite of what we say. (laughs) I I agree to that. Back when I was trying to gather those numbers for the data for this podcast, people would say, mm-hmm. I don't know how you go on five dates a week. That sounds exhausting. And it was, which is why I don't do it anymore. But I did it for you, listeners. So now you don't have to. Jillian and I give up so much for you, and you don't We're even martyrs. realize it. <laughs> if I have to date a hundred people for this podcast, I will. I will kiss I, as many frogs as I have to. To I've find the prince for this podcast. My, I've given you my youth, listeners. I am now a jaded 85-year-old woman when it comes to love. So you're welcome for that. I don't um, need to tell my grandchildren about my wild youth experiences because they'll listen to this podcast. Yeah, seriously. There's an E on there, and it's not an E for everyone. Don't make me say it again. That It's funny. Um both of my exes that I interviewed, um, which Sean's interview is now out. It was our bonus episode. And this week Mm -hmm. Evans is dropping, but both of them asked me, they're like, Oh, am I allowed to swear? I'm like, fuck. Yes, you are. (laughs) It's Ian and not for everyone. That's exactly what I said to them (laughs) too. Probably one of my better quotes from the podcast was in, I think the first episode where I say, uh, yeah, I'm about to quote myself on my podcast. Like, who the fuck do I think I am? But mm-hmm. uh, I was like, <laughs> can I cuss on my podcast? It's my cu- podcast. I'm going to cuss. Um, and I just haven't stopped since then. I cuss more on my podcast, I think, than I do in real life sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. why? Like, why did I have to drop four F-bombs in that sentence? I don't know. But I felt compelled to do so. Therefore, I did. Because you were feeling passionate. 
and I can absolutely relate to that. I have been trying to watch my language a lot because I do have a three-year-old who uh, absorbs everything. Mm. Um, Like today we were at the grocery store and she told the cashier that she needed a sticker because she was feeling stressed out. So um, that's all me right there. Um, I may have said I'm feeling stressed out at one point in front of her. And uh, if only stickers could solve all of my issues. Too stressed out. You know, Mm -hmm. stickers do solve all of our issues, but adult stickers are called tattoos. Mm -hmm. And I only recently got my first adult sticker, like, last month. So I am way behind. Well, we are going to go get some more adult (laughs) stickers. Um, We're going to get a a podcast microphone. If you haven't followed us on social media, you should, because you would see the text conversation between Jessica and I about the Twilight tattoos that we're going to get. And I want, I just want to make it clear to everyone that I was joking. I know I didn't use any emojis when I said Mm -hmm. I want the Cullen family crest tattooed on my ass, but that was a joke. Um, But looking at it on the Twitter sphere, I was like, oh, I'm dead serious about that. Um, Um, So I thought I would clarify. not. Mine was not a joke. Um, I want <laughs> Bella on one boob as a lamb, and I want Edward on the other as a lion, and I want a heart in between. No, I am actually just joking, please. But if somebody wants to draw that for me, no, please. I'm cutting that out. I'm cutting oh out the God. part where you say you're joking. I'm keeping in the part where I say I'm joking. How <laughs> oh, dare you! <laughs> and I here's run where the Twitter I account. My <laughs> I run the Twitter account. I will ruin your life. <laughs> Actually, it probably it wouldn't it wouldn't be too hard. I don't think. Um, but All fifty three followers will know. <laughs> you know what? I'm so grateful for those fifty three followers. Y'all really come through, and I can feel the love because um, I too get the notifications. I just uh, uh, so I want to give a shout out to our fifty three followers on Twitter. I think, actually, I just got a notification that it's now 54. Thank you. We love you. We love each and every one of you. Yes, you you truly are the reason for the magic. Around. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I don't know about you. I had a good weekend. I don't have anything too crazy, not like last weekend where mm-hmm. I did a road trip. Um, but I, did, I had a fun weekend. It included... Oh, I made lemon drop martinis, which Ooh. are some of my favorite drinks. So figured out how to make them. It's super freaking easy. Very um, summery. So I love that. And also got to do some brunch and some wineries and some sushi. Oh, and on Friday, I took a bubble bath uh, with candlelight Ooh. and was reading my Kindle. So technically, <laughs> I had an amazing weekend. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. What did you get into? Um, I've just been hanging with my family a lot, um, these past couple of weekends, so, uh, I went over to my sister's house both days of the weekend, yeah, and, uh, just hung out with her and her family and just got to spend some time together, it was nice, um, you know, bummed some white claws off of her and all that good stuff and just let the kids play while we just hung out, it was good. I love, I do love some, (laughs) some family time. I love to Mm -hmm. squeeze, squeeze that in. It's a big, big part of my life. My parents met me for lunch on Friday. 
So that was fun. We brought Jill Lee. We ate outside and we brought Jill Lee and the little waitresses. Oh, sorry. I did not mean to (laughs) sound like that. Uh, I know. I'm such a fucking (laughs) asshole. Um, The waitresses at the restaurant were so nice. They were like, oh my God, is she a show dog? And I was like, no, but she could be. (laughs) My baby could be. Um, Yeah, it was... It was just really nice because um, I missed so much time with them. Because uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I did grow up here in Richmond, but then I moved to Chicago after I graduated college, um, and I lived there for like three years. Then I lived in Wisconsin for a year, and I just came back now, and I'm trying to, you know, catch up on as much time with my family as I as I can because I missed them. Same. We do. That's one of our kind of similar stories is that we moved away for a long time and we're really close with our family. So coming back, it seems like we're spending like way more time than Mm -hmm. normal people with our families, but we're trying to make up for lost ground. AKA for me, three and a half years for you, I think a full four. Yeah. For, you know, um, I gave birth to my daughter in the Midwest. So, uh, (laughs) you know, they, they missed out on that though. I mean, my parents came, like, the next day after I had her, which was really nice, and they drove, like, those 16 hours to see her. Um, Aww. But, yeah. So, it's just, you know, I like being with my family. They're cool, and, I don't know, maybe I'll do something outside of hanging with my family this weekend. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah. now that we covered our weekends, are we ready to dive into our expert talk? Yeah, and y'all better be ready because last week was fluff compared to this week. We're gonna get oh, that yeah, this week we journalism. have like we have bulleted lists mm-hmm. um, and just some really fun things. So let's get into it. I'm sure they're they're over our banter. They've probably fast forwarded 30 seconds at mm-hmm. a time or put it on 1.5 speed, which I you know applaud. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I listened. <laughs> I'm going to sound so narcissistic. I listen to us in the car when I'm, like, you know, dropping my daughter off at uh, her school and stuff because I have to work during the day. Um, and so then she'll, like, hear me on the radio, and she's like, Mom, you're on the radio. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're you're like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of famous now, so if you would just, yeah. you know, stand behind the line, your autograph yeah. will come later. Yeah, and then she was like, could you speed it up to 1.5? I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Man, she runs a hard bargain for a three-year-old. <laughs> She's stressed out, you know? Yeah, she needs look, I get it. That, that double speed. <laughs> I get it, little ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we are starting with number one. Like I said, we numbered our list. Ooh, okay. So this was, I will own up to this. This was like... <laughs> my suggestion but because we both made lists and we're like okay we'll go back and forth this was my suggestion but it's because we both have experiences in relation to it and it's like going from friends to dating and specifically Mm -hmm. my question I'm interested to know is like when did you know it was going to be a relationship huh okay so with my relationships thinking back I've had about like five significant ones um like I said last time, that either, you know, I remained friends with that person or we um, dated for, like, a, a good amount of time, like, more than three months. 
Um, or both. So let's see, friends to dating. So of those like five big relationships, four of them were friends first. <laughs> Um, I'm telling you, it's it's my favorite way to I, do it. You're kind of knocking the stats out of the park. I try not to date friends, and like I made a vow <laughs> not to. And then what Sorry. else I can do? I go and catch feelings for another friend. It's it's fine. Um, I just I really appreciate when people are nice to me and spend time with me, and I'm gonna I have to cut that out. <laughs> I only surround myself. Right, yeah, cut cut out that part too. But like, um, I only surround myself with good-looking people. So obviously, some feelings are gonna be caught somewhere. Um, Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like feelings for me. No. Yeah. So like with my first relationship with my high school boyfriend Evan, who you'll hear all about in our bonus episode this week. So I won't go into too much detail, just because I I want everyone to listen to that episode because. We uh, had some fun, but, you know, we were friends for years first, and then we finally kind of decided to date, and I guess the overarching theme with every single relationship that I've been in that started as friends first is I usually (laughs) would go on a date with someone else, or I would think about, like, hanging out with somebody, and I realized I only wanted to hang out with that person. Um, Yeah, sounds about right. Unfortunately, like with Sean, uh, that part got kind of cut out of our interview. But when I realized I had feelings for them, I like was on a date with somebody else. And like for all intents and purposes, it was a good date. Like on paper, it should have been a really great date. And the guy that I went out with, he was he was cute. He was nice. Like, you know, I should have, you know, I should have dated him. But the whole time I was with him, I'm like, I want to hang out with Sean because I feel like I would have a better time with them. And it was almost like a ton of bricks just hit me. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, God. You've bitten by the love yeah. bug. Yeah, it's like like a ghost just appeared behind me and was like, oh, got those feelings again, girl. So that's kind of how I felt. And it's how I felt about um my most recent relationship too, where I was actually friends with them for like hmm, eight years, <laughs> nine years. Oh, first dang. Um, but I mean, we didn't see each other for the entire time I lived in the Midwest. So then when we reconnected, I wasn't sure if we were dating at first or if we were just friends. But I kind of realized uh, we had crossed over into more than just friends territory when I realized that he was the only person I wanted to hang out with. Um, as opposed to the dates that I went on. So that's kind of how I knew. What about, uh, for you? So one of mine obviously is with Zach. And I feel like mm-hmm. I've talked about that relationship <laughs> in the beginning of that relationship so much that everyone else probably has it memorized. So the other one I'll talk about is another one I've also talked about before, mm-hmm. um, where he's the one who followed me to the grocery store. And then asked me to, we got dinner. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanted to go to trivia because I love bar trivia. Am I good at trivia? Mm, Not always, but the answer is maybe I enjoy 
uh, the activity. And I, because I, man, do I get some endorphins when I get a question <laughs> right. Um, I know, it's a high. It's like winning on Jeopardy. <laughs> it, really, it really is. Um, so I wanted to do that, but it was, the bar was really crowded and he was like a super introvert. Like he was like, mm-hmm. not just introvert, like almost like agoraphobia kind of like gotcha. zone. So we just went to a different restaurant, which actually ended up getting shut down for like money laundering a couple months later, not due to our visit. Just, <laughs> I found that funny. <laughs> awfully sus, Jillian. Just saying. I Look, I'm setting him up to knock him down. Um, so we went on the date. I still didn't think it was a date. I didn't know it was a date. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was a date. He paid, but I was like, um, I can pay. And he was like, um, I know I make more money than you. And I was like, Okay, you're an asshole. Now you're definitely paying. Um, So he paid, but I still was like, I don't think it's a date. And then I said we need to watch Game of Thrones, and he came over. I don't remember if he came over twice or if he came over once to watch Game of Thrones. Um, But it was the one where he was, like, putting his arm around me. And kind of similar to Zach, like, both put their arm around me and I was like, does this mean they like me? Like I wasn't for sure if that was enough or if it was like, because we were just close to each other. And I like, my mom always says that I don't have like a personal space bubble. Like I will Mm -hmm. be close to people. I'll hug people. Like I just, and like, it doesn't bother me to like be in crowds, to be touching other people. It just doesn't bother me. So sometimes I'm like, okay, do they feel obligated to put their arm around me? Because I was just so close to them, which mm-hmm. that just goes to show you how much credit I give myself here. Um, I was like, do they feel forced to put their arm around me? Mm-hmm. Um, still didn't think both of them same. Didn't think they liked me or I was like, this isn't enough. Um, oh yeah. I'm absolutely clueless. It was not until after they kissed me. So both with Zach and the dude who followed me to the grocery store, as I (laughs) affectionately referred to him, um, it wasn't until they kissed me. And after both of them, both kisses, I was like, does this mean you like me too? And they're like, yeah, yeah, dum-dum. It means I like you too. And I'm like, look, we've been friends for a long time. A lot of other things have happened, and you didn't confess your love. So I just need to double-check before (laughs) I get my hopes up. That this is what this means. So, I am not great at. I can pick up on subtlety. Like I can be like, hmm. I'll notate it, right? Like I'll notate. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, hmm. I notice this behavior. Hmm. I think that might mean something. Hmm. They're kind of doing this. But until it's like punching me in the face, like it's not just a slap across the face. Like until it beats the shit out of me, I am like, no, they probably don't like me. So yeah. it has to be really obvious. Um, I remember there was one guy who asked me to be his girlfriend, but I thought when he asked me to be his girlfriend, he was going to tell me he loved me. He was like, I've had a really good time. Like I've really enjoyed getting to know you. Like this Mm -hmm. has been an awesome experience. And I was like, okay, either I'm getting dumped or he's about to tell me he loves me and I'm like not ready for either, but I'm like more prepared to be dumped. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I just like looked at him for long enough for him to be like, <laughs> are you okay? Because I was just not expecting those words to come out of his mouth. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not great at like the reading those signs, which is why I wanted to ask. I'm like, is it just me or is it kind of a universal experience that you have to be slapped in the face with it? 
yeah, I mean, I know for me personally, I'm really bad at, like, showing my affection. I'm also really bad at, like, picking up on those clues. So I honestly have no idea how somebody feels about me until, like, they actually just say it. Um, or usually, like, if it's a kiss or something, I, I think I can pick up on that. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I absolutely um, feel the same way. So I get it. I yeah. am... I'm absolutely clueless when it comes to that. So, I mean, if, if you're listening out there and and you're in love with me, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Now's your chance. And I mean, it's not, we're like, Hey, we're clueless for signs and like, Hey, try and date us. I'm really good at like seeing red flags and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I can pick out signs. However, sometimes it's like, which scenario is accurate, right? You're kind of like, okay, this is a multiple choice test, but I have choices A through Z. I'm not mm-hmm. sure which one I'm looking at here. Yeah, um, I am really good at looking at other people's, like, relationship and stuff and, like, kind of reading those signs. So true. So but true. With my own, I'm like, oh. I don't, like, after after Sean and I kissed for the first time, I turned to them and I was like, oh, you like me back? <laughs> um, yeah. Kind of similar to your own. So, yeah. And, yeah, uh, exactly. That's my immediate question. I'm like, you like me too? And they're like, mm, you're kind of ruining the moment. And I'm like, I can't help it. My anxiety won't let me. Exactly. I'm like, I need those words of affirmation. Please just give me them. So kind of in a similar vein, I feel like mm-hmm. we, I feel like we're just kind of setting ourselves to sound up really dumb right now. Uh, but which, <laughs> <laughs> at least we know it, which relationship was the most unexpected for you in your opinion? <sighs> God, um, I guess it's kind of a tie, um, because, so, like, the relationship with, you know, my daughter's father, um, like, we, we met on Tinder, so obviously I was, like, open to, you know, being in a relationship and meeting somebody new. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. But it was most unexpected, because I was not expecting to have a baby with him, um. (laughs) With with a Tinder date? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and, and for the listeners out there, like, we didn't just immediately have a baby. Okay. It takes nine months. Um, <laughs> but no, you were like, you went out to the first date mm-hmm. and you came home with a baby. Yes. I, we adopted actually. Um, <laughs> that's where you went date. for your first date. You're like, I would like to go to the, uh, foster care system for me more. We originally were going to go to, um, a, uh, shelter for animals, but they were closed. So we're like, eh, I guess the child's the next best thing. <laughs> next, next best thing. Less of a commitment, really. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, I guess my other one would probably be the relationship I had after because I did not expect to ever be with them. Because, um, like, we were friends okay. for a long time. And, like, this was my my uh, college boyfriend's roommate. Mm-hmm. So, like, we had always just kind of been friends, but we, like, we're nothing more than, like, this is my roommate's girlfriend um, type of thing. So, like, you know, when we finally, like, you know, decided to start dating, it was very unexpected for me. Like, I mean, not at the time, because, like, I knew I liked him, but <laughs> um, I guess he was just kind of, like, one of the last people and this sounds so mean because like it's it's not like that like I mean he's a good looking guy like he's he's very nice like all that kind of stuff so I'm not saying that like <laughs> like oh god who, 
who could ever, but <laughs> you're like, what was going on in my mind? Yeah. I'm glad I got off the crack. Um, but <laughs> put down the crack pipe. <laughs> put down that. <laughs> um, but it was just kind of more of like, oh, well, hello there. I never noticed you before. Um, type of thing, but <laughs> which also sounds so horrible. I'm like, I'm not making him out to be a good person in the story. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. Uh, like, I don't no, fuck no, no, no. with you. <laughs> Look, there was, it's just like I have a standard, okay? No, uh, <laughs> you must be at least this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> Look, I need to say I'm going to climb that tree, okay? And I'm just saying that maybe sometimes the, the trees grow like shrubs. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. All joking aside, it was it was not like one of those where I was like, <laughs> this guy. Um, <laughs> we really do need a YouTube channel because I'm laughing at your facial expressions. So I feel like right now, me just laughing, I sound like an because I'm like, hey, 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 let's make fun of him. But I'm laughing at your face as you say this. I just, I want to, I just want to kind of share that. I am, that I'm making there. the weirdest faces right now. Um, I can confirm. But yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I guess, I guess this one will do. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, unexpected relationships for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one where he followed me to the grocery store uh, in traffic would definitely be uh, that would be number one because I mm-hmm. didn't know he was up here in town in the town I live in yeah. um, he knew I was because I had posted okay so I moved here actually Labor Day weekend of 2018 mm-hmm. and I got into a fender bender on 66 like immediately I don't know it was so fast I got rear-ended and was pushed into car in front of me mm-hmm. um and I posted pictures of the damage on social media to be like, here's my welcoming party to Nova, back to Northern Virginia, get a car accident on 66. Welcome um, home. But I didn't post a picture of my license plate because, uh, you know, you're not supposed to do that or whatever. So I just posted where you could see one bumper sticker. I have several mm-hmm. stickers on my car. And they are kind of, like, individual, like... I have an OBX sticker that says OBXOXO, mm-hmm. and whereas I haven't seen that sticker a lot, um, it's an OBX sticker, so it's not like I yeah, am the only one who has it. There are so that's one. Them. Exactly. So that's the one you can see in the picture I posted. So according to this guy, he told me later, like after we were dating, that he had been on the lookout for mm-hmm. my car from when I posted that picture in September until when we reconnected in March mm-hmm. and I was like, why didn't you like call me or, you know, text me or like reach out in any way. And I was like, or, you know, message me on Facebook. And he's like, well, I don't have Facebook. I don't have social media. And I said, okay, how'd you see the picture? And he's like, well, I used my friend's account to log in so I can see what people are up to. Mm-hmm. So honestly, 
these we can address these in a later episode when we talk about like red flags aka Mm -hmm. am I dating a serial killer and I'm not trying to be slanderous that sounded very slanderous I'm sorry that's why I'm not naming names Um, (laughs) but that is like looking back that those are some major like red flag like that's not Mm -hmm. just a red flag that was like you know those dealership flags where they're Mm -hmm. like at least a hundred feet by a hundred feet I think yeah I'm going to say yes. Maybe not. I'm making it up. I'm not good at math. Do you know the huge ones I'm talking about? Do you remember the one near CNU? It was on the corner of, like, Jefferson and Oyster Point, and it was, like, this huge American flag. Um, I didn't go to CNU. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you real? Are you just a voice in my head? (laughs) Jillian, wake up. No, no. <laughs> that's oh man, that that gave me goosebumps. Like that just freaked out my brain. Um, sorry, listeners, I've had a few trulies. So, uh, anyway, I, the size of the flag doesn't matter. I'm just saying it was like it's you, how you would wave see it. it from space. You would see it from space. The red flag that was presented to me, yes. and I said, you know what? This is the one for me. I'm a date this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the most unexpected because I didn't know he'd been on the lookout for my car for six months. I didn't know he was following me to the grocery store. I didn't know he was waiting outside the bathroom. And I didn't know that he wanted to date me after all of that. Um, so that one was a fun little surprise. I got you. Yeah. And um, just to go back to my comment. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm not. I'm not. Please cut that part out. I was like, please don't make me question my existence any more than I already do. No, I was just talking about my other unexpected uh, relationship where, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't roasting him. Like, obviously there was attraction there. Um, I know. Well, I mean, talk about roasting him. I called mine a potential serial killer, which is like, not totally fair, but also like, I feel like we need to call red flags out as we see them. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I guess that kind of... But kinda... maybe we can move on um, before mm-hmm. we get <laughs> in trouble. Um, right. To number three, which mm-hmm. is when did you know it was over versus when did it actually end? Hmm. Okay. So with um, Evan, my high school boyfriend, uh, I basically knew it was over when... He didn't go to prom with me. Um, mm. Messed up. High school. Strike. Yeah. Strike. Probably thirteen if it was a high school yeah. relationship. I mean, I was just—I was very angry, and I couldn't get over it. Because um, I mean, I was seventeen at the time, and prom was a big deal. So I mean, yeah, it was, it, I back, mean, yeah. I mean, looking back now, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, it is what it is. Prom is really not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, so with, with that one, I kind of knew it was over, but I was just kind of hanging on for so long. And then it's like a month later we broke up, um, because it wasn't fun and easy anymore. Yep. And then with, um, my college boyfriend, Mm -hmm. we actually broke up once before we did like the big breakup. And I kind of knew after we broke up the first time that it wasn't going to be the same once we got back together. 
Um, so we kind of dated for like another three months after that, and the two of us kind of were just playing this game of like, hmm, we don't really... Might have to cut out my mom there. Um, <laughs> um, we didn't really want to be together, but we kind of felt like we had to be. Um, because yeah, we had already I feel spent, that. <laughs> yeah, because we had already spent like almost all of our entire, you know, college time together. Um, yeah. But I honestly kind of felt like he hated me, and... <laughs> I sort of resented him, too. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so that was kind of one of those ones where I'm like, "Mm, we can keep dancing around this or we can break up. And eventually it it did just end. But he he strung me along for too long. But then again, so did I. Yeah. Um, (laughs) With Sean, it was very mutual. Um, Like, the two of us kind of just knew it was over. Because uh, we realized we just wanted to be friends. Hmm. Um, sorry, I'm, like, going in, like, this list. <laughs> um, with my daughter's father, we had been having a lot of problems for a very long time. And that's a whole other episode to get into. Um, yeah. But, uh, in short, when he tried to attack me through a door... And like broke down a door to try and get to me. That was when it was officially over. <laughs> um, Jesus. But I mean, for a long time it was it was over. Like, and I already knew that. Um, yeah. But again, that's something I'd rather get into at a different time because that is, whew, it is a doozy of a story. Um, yeah, that's a whole kind of episode in of itself, talking about red flags mm-hmm. and just. All that kind of negative stuff sucks, man. (laughs) Um, I feel like I have a very similar, like, the breakup between Zach and I is very similar to, I think, your college, which is funny because it's a college Mm -hmm. relationship. So I do wonder if Mm -hmm. this is maybe, like, a more common thing. I feel like you either have a traumatic experience and breakup or you get married. Maybe and it's that's the it. people at CNU. Hmm. 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 Um, CNU, I'd like a word, please. It's not very captainly. <laughs> Where's the the honor and courage and yeah. I only know the, the fight song. The the teachers holding up the students, that one broken statue we have. Mm. Uh, I didn't know that that's what it was. That's it was supposed to be three sales and then it broke on the way over. So they just said it was the teachers holding up the students. How cute. How Mm -hmm. cute. Um, But it was the same thing. Like, we broke up more than once before the final breakup, which Zach actually Mm -hmm. earned a superlative for that breakup. um, And Mm -hmm. what we will go over later, uh, which is our breakup superlatives. Um, And Zach is not surprised. Zach uh, said that um themselves in the shout out to my ex episode uh so that one i knew it was over before the first time we broke up and kind of why the first time we broke up and it was that i Mm -hmm. stopped being invited to hang out with them when they were hanging out with their friends now Mm -hmm. that is not to say 
you cannot have separate friendships and relationships. I do believe in being your own full person, blah, 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 blah. Y'all know I preach the independence and don't fully be a support system for each other. Like blah, 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 blah. No, where it was an issue was that I was like not welcome to attend events. And some of these events, Mm -hmm. Jess, I know you went to you guys, not you guys. I mean, there was like a group of you. It's not, I'm not like targeting you. I've been waiting for this moment to fucking call you out. (laughs) You asked me to be your coach. (laughs) No, I just mean, it is kind of helpful that there is someone who is there. Oh yeah. Who remembers it from the other side. The, would you guys would watch SNL like you guys is in the whole yes. like um sketch comedy crew like it was mm-hmm. a big group of people and I get that that was their friend but it was also like Saturday night which is kind of like that's like the time that you save for your girlfriend I mean and I would have been fine with watching SNL but it was the fact that I was like it was made very clear by Zach that I was not welcome to come to those which- events is like total bullshit because like his roommates would attend too. <laughs> I so. heard that other people would attend, and that yeah, is Zach, we're calling you out on this one. And Zach agreed to come back on the podcast, so we'll, oh, yeah. we'll do it to their face again. Um, <laughs> that's how I knew it was so, because when they first said like, "Oh, I want to watch SNL with my sketch comedy crew," I was like, "You know what? That's fine." Like. I'm going to go do frat parties and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. I can do my own thing. It was once I found out that like other people were also there and I was like, Oh, so you just don't want me there. It was like, you don't want to deal with me. And, um, like I have a good sense of humor. So I would have laughed at the jokes and stuff. Like we didn't want you there. You weren't part of our club. I know it's cause I have the ugly. Remember that SpongeBob episode? He's like, I'm so ugly. Yeah. That was me. So, you just didn't have the funny? I obviously didn't. Um, but just that's kidding. how I knew that we were super on the rocks because mm-hmm. I was not welcome at this very integral part of their life. Like, they do that every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was not welcome. No, I and remember that... asking Zach a few times like, mm. where you were. Why didn't you join? <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. I keep interrupting your story. I don't mean to. It's just, I was part of this one. No, well, that's what I want. That's what I want. Like, that's why I opened it up the way I did because you were part of it. And I was like, I don't know if you remembered it because we weren't like, we had a lot of overlap in college, but we weren't like totally involved. Um, but that was, that was a big deal that I was no longer welcome to things that I had been involved with. And the thing was, I did know their friends. I went to the CNU Tonight shows, so I knew mm-hmm. most of the people who were in the crew. Like, so I felt like I had developed these friendships with this friend group, and then I was, like, no mm-hmm. longer welcome. But we were still dating. It's not like we'd already broken yeah. up. And now I wasn't welcome to hang out in the dorm room. Like we were still together. So mm-hmm. that yeah, was a that, big one where I, I knew super it shitty. was over before, like, and that was not even the end. Like everyone knows the ending came the night before graduation, which was actually almost two years after <laughs> I stopped being invited to stuff. So that just goes to show you a little bit of my personality. Well, as far as I remember, it was only senior year that we were watching um, SNL together. So I don't know if you necessarily missed out on so much, hopefully. But um, 
At least from what I remember. That might have been. I just I remember I stopped getting invited to events, and that was a big reason. I think maybe Zach can correct me, but I think that was a big reason we broke up the first time, and then it mm-hmm. didn't get better even when we got back together. And that was oh. senior year. I remember getting angry at Zach because they did tell me like shortly after you guys broke up, it was like again the night before graduation that you broke up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, <laughs> Like, I get it. You guys aren't happy, but seriously, the timing, really? I was, I was very angry. I was, I think, more exacerbated by the whole thing. But I was, yeah, no, that was not cool. It was not cool. No, was like this. and that's why that's why they get a superlative for it. But that was a mm-hmm. big one. On I knew it was over. I knew it wasn't healthy. It should have ended, um, and it didn't. It it kept yeah. going. And it ended, like I said, like two years later. So (laughs) that's when it actually ended was two years later. Because when we would break up, we wouldn't cut communication. We would still text and talk all the time. So it was like, yeah, we took it off Facebook, but we were still up each other's asses. So it's, you know, (laughs) it wasn't really a breakup. So that happened. I understand. (laughs) That happened later. So. I thought that was, I thought that would be a good question. Cause again, mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those kind of more universal experiences. Also, it's sometimes fun to call out our own, you know, yeah. our own, I don't, I don't know if it's our own red flags, but it's our own kind of like missteps a little bit. Like I knew what was going on you know, that's why it's rule number one. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, we you, always like everyone know. has that feeling. Yeah. Usually there, there are yeah. some instances where you're like. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I had to, like, really pause for dramatic emphasis. Same time. Perfect timing. Um, so, while I was in the bathroom taking an, yeah. an epiphany pee, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I realized a lot of relationships, and maybe this will kind of segue into our next point about, like, things that we've done to save a relationship. Yeah. Um, but something I realized is I think a lot of times before a breakup, you'll go kind of through the five stages of grieving, um, Ooh, if that makes yeah. sense. So, like, first, you know, you'll be in denial that you believe it's time to end things and that things are over. Um, Very true. Then you'll kind of bargain and be like, well, if, you know, they change this or... You know, maybe if we go on more dates or something like that, you know, we don't have to end this. And then, you know, uh, there's the anger of, like, why can't we just make this work? Or getting actually angry at your partner, which you should not do, unless it's, like, a legitimate reason. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, agreed. <laughs> it, um, and then, I can't remember if it's denial, then anger, if it's denial and sadness. I think then it's sadness um, after anger. Where then you're kind of sad and you start kind of mourning this relationship, kind of trying to hang on as much as you can, and then you eventually accept that you need to end it and that it's best for both of you, um, in a sense. So that was just uh, one of the profound things I thought while on the toilet. And uh, that's hey, that's when those the, kind of thoughts hit you. That's when you have the most gonna, clarity. I'm gonna call it an epiphany. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. So thank you. For coming to my corner. 
That was the epiphopy corner with Jessica. <laughs> um, no, but I, I agree with that. I think you do experience those stages of grief. I think, like you said, you experience them before, during, after. Mm-hmm. You bounce Absolutely. back and forth between those stages. Like, it's not necessarily a linear, linear experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's, I mean, I think that's a really good kind of observation. Um, and that helps explain a little bit sometimes when you're like, Oh, I can't get over it. Or why do I feel this way? It's psychological baby. It's chemicals in our brain. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, they do say that like, you know, losing a long-term relationship is like, you know, mourning the loss of somebody because you are, you are losing that person from your life, whether it's in a romantic capacity, even if you guys decide to be friends. But sometimes I think the worst part is losing that friendship when you, you know, finally do break up, you lose part of your identity, you lose part of this person who has made so much of your life. And well, so I, I very much agree with that. And I was Mm -hmm. recently listening to the call her daddy podcast, which is awesome and funny. But if you think (laughs) this is expletive, then I suggest you do not listen to that one. (laughs) Um, if you do not want to hear sexually explicit details, if you're worried about your headphones disconnecting and somebody else hearing what you're listening to, I'm just telling you right now, it's probably don't Mm -hmm. want it to be that one. Um, but it is awesome. It is empowering. And they were talking about, it was actually, um, their, uh, her recent episode where she had Miley Cyrus on there and they were talking about how actually sometimes a breakup and I do not mean to minimize anyone's loss. Like I hope no mm-hmm. one takes it that way. However, in regards to what we're talking about, they said sometimes it feels like it's worse with a breakup mm-hmm. because death is not a choice. It's something like finite that happened and it's just, yeah. you're moving on and you, you have to move on, right? Like it's an event and it happened and then you, you have to continue to live. However, when it's a breakup or something traumatic like that, that's a choice. So that other person mm-hmm. is choosing every day to not be with you or not fix the relationship yeah. or not do those things. So sometimes it can be a harder pill to swallow knowing that someone is making an active choice to not, from our perspective, right, do the right thing. For their perspective, they may be feeling they're doing the right thing. But for us, like the ones being broken up with, the ones experiencing the heartbreak, the -hmm. other person is making the choice to do that as opposed to death being finite and not a choice. And I hope that doesn't come across very insensitive, but I just think it was funny that they were just having that same conversation. No, I I understand that completely because death, no matter what, is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think sometimes we think that you know, especially when we first break up, that maybe our breakups weren't inevitable. Um, right. Yeah. You, you go back and dissect and replay yeah, and and... those signs. Yeah. Oh, and I'm so bad for being like, um, <laughs> like that, uh, that meme of Charlie, mm-hmm. I think it's Charlie from it's always sunny and he has all the mm-hmm. red string connected yeah. and he's like pointing at it. I'm like, that's me after a breakup. I'm like, where did I go wrong? Where didn't I see it? Where can I avoid it next time? Um, Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the, I'm sorry. I'm totally sidetracking right now. Um, I I don't know if you've ever seen the musical the last five years. Nope. Um, okay. It is horribly depressing because it starts off like it's these two people and it starts off at the very beginning with their, the end of their marriage. Um, Mm. And it keeps flashing back and forth. So the uh, female lead, Kathy, she's at the end of their relationship. 
And then the next song is um, the male lead, and he's at the beginning of their relationship. And then, so she keeps going more towards the beginning, he keeps going more towards the end, and then they meet in the middle. Um, and then they, like, venture back off into their own separate paths. But it's it's interesting to watch to see, like, how a, a five-year relationship uh, crumbled apart and, you know, how it started and all that good stuff. So it's... Yeah. If you're not in a good place to watch it, do not watch it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I always um, I always tell my friends when they recommend stuff to me, I'm like, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. If it has a super cheesy happy ending, <laughs> I am probably gonna hate on it because yeah. I just they I I think I figured it out recently because I told my friend I was like, it makes me feel like there's something wrong with me because I'm like, why don't mm-hmm. I have that? And that's just how I look at it, which is why I love Titanic. And I love, he's just not that into you. Cause I'm like, I feel like it's more realistic, which I feel when I say those things is sad, but it just is well, what it is. Mean, I know. Yeah. You'd like the last five years then it's because it doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they start off right at the end of the, like the marriage. So, I mean, there's no spoilers here. You know that it's not going to work out between them. So. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of um, the movie where Truth Hurts got all the attention. Um, mm-hmm. It had the Jane the Virgin actress. Um, Gina, Gina Rodriguez? Oh, I think so. That's, I think so. Um, uh-huh. What's it called? Uh, I forget. It's on Netflix. Oh, I'll have to look into it. But is it, anyway, is it like the ones? Is that what it's called? No, no, that's what I'm thinking of with her in it. I can't remember what it's called, but it's something similar. They're in a relationship and it doesn't work out. Anyway, the, I love that one because they are dancing to truth hurts. Why I'm in great till mm-hmm. they gotta be great. Um, my child loves that song, but she likes the kids pop version. I mean, Next teacher WAP, and then then we're really getting somewhere. But, okay, let's get back on our train track here. Um, No, 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 I love it, but I'll do it for hours and hours and hours. And I would have to edit it later. Okay. Have you ever, or what is the dumbest, have you ever done anything dumb, to any quote-unquote dumb, to save the relationship? Or what's the dumbest thing you do? Like, we're going back and Hmm. saying it's dumb. We're not calling you dumb if you do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, huh. The big one that comes to mind is my college boyfriend. And in that three month period when we both just kind of resented each other a little bit, um, I was still desperately trying to save our relationship. And I believe at one point (laughs) I asked him like, maybe you could like, lavalier me I guess um which for those of you who are not in the uh Greek life um you know he was a part of a a fraternity and when you lavalier somebody you're basically like making a promise uh to to marry them Uh (laughs) um you give them your Greek letters yeah um start called activity don't nothing to see here Oh, baby girl, Jessica, what were you doing, honey? Just let it go. You're trying to lock it down. 
<laughs> I was like, well, maybe that'll, that'll spice things up. Um, <laughs> what um, happened? And, and then we broke up on our three-year anniversary because he told me he wasn't feeling it anymore. So maybe don't follow Beautiful. my lead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was something along those lines. And then, you know, he was telling me that he like mentally wasn't in a good place. So I would like try to give him gifts and because I realized like my love language um, for like giving love is I like to give gifts. Um, but when I receive love, I need like words of affirmation and physical touch. Um, just in case any like eligible bachelors are out there. Um, no, Listen. Um, you can find me at the following address. <laughs> and, um, and that's how I got murdered. Yeah, so that was one that I, I, I tried to do. And, like, with my, with my daughter's father, it was one of those where it was like, well, we have a baby together. <laughs> that's reason yeah. enough to try and stay in this relationship. Though I did not have the baby to try and save the relationship. Baby came to the baby for. Um, <laughs> so, just want to put that out there. Um, You're like, I gotta get a second Tinder date out of this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, what can I do to make him stay? Um, <laughs> I found one. I found one. But yeah, uh, so what about you? Um, I feel like the dumbest, I feel like most of the dumb things I do are after mm-hmm. the breakup where I'm like, we're not done. And <laughs> I, you know, do things to try and save because what happened was as like, a comm major with a concentration in interpersonal relationships and a minor in psychology, mm-hmm. right? Most, a mm-hmm. lot of my classes were like, let's unpack some childhood trauma. Let's look at different communication <laughs> styles. How about gender comm? How do men communicate? How do women communicate? Or like female, male, you know, how do the different, how are we, you know, uh, advertise mm-hmm. to all these things, right? Sexuality and communication. Okay. So I, I fall into that trap and I've seen tweets about, it, I've seen memes where they're like, I have enough awareness of like psychology to be like, I mm-hmm. know where you're coming from and therefore I can't be mad at you. I fall so hard into that camp. It's not funny. And I did it to myself. I did it to myself by going to school for it. Um, <laughs> so when we break well, up, I was I'm a, like a calm major too. So yeah, we had our senior sim together. I think. Did we? Or maybe we had it with Dr. Vexler. We had like, yeah, yeah. We had our, yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So our lives have just always intersected and we just never realized it. (laughs) We just didn't pay attention. Um, maybe our, our real love is right in front of us the whole time. Oh gosh. Wait, you heard it. You heard it here first folks. Um, (laughs) I mean, look, the closer I get to 30, um, okay. (laughs) So I would be like, okay, I know why they broke up with me. Like they're going through some things. So like, I'm just going to be supportive. I'm going to help them mm-hmm. through it. So recently I'll just talk about the recent one. Cause I, I do a lot of similar stuff, but this one good turned around and slapped me in the face. So I would very classily mm-hmm. text them when I was drunk and just solid make propositions and sometimes I would be taken up on those propositions and we would hang out Mm -hmm. and 
I thought it was fine. And I was like, this is fine. I'm not seeing anyone. And they can't... It Okay. It was, this is me being vulnerable. It was a hard... It was a hard thing for me to, like, be okay with that, like, the mm-hmm. dude who, like, followed me to the grocery store and stuff, that they could so easily be done with me. I'm like, no, 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 no. You worked way too hard for this relationship for you to just decide that you don't have feelings for me. So I know better than you. So I'm going, (laughs) see, this is where, this is where I sound bad, but look, I'm doing it for you listeners. Um, we do everything for you. I do anything. I would do anything for subscribers. My listeners. Um, (laughs) That was better. That was better. So anywho, I made these propositions and then one day I made this proposition and he was like, well, are you free any other time this weekend? Because I would prefer if we only hung out in the daylight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been rejected so hard in my life. (laughs) Like I'm now, I'm now like sanctioned daylight hours only. Did did he think you were, like, a vampire or something? <laughs> I, don't was, I don't know if he wanted to test me out. And he was like, he was like, you know what we could do? I was drunk texting on a Friday night. And he said, you know what we can do? Mm-hmm. Have lunch on Sunday. That's when you have lunch with your fucking grandma. That's not when... Anyway. <laughs> so I went and had lunch on a Sunday. Did you bring your knitting? Which is where, no, but I do have it. It's behind the couch. Um, where I was, where I was told that, uh, we weren't going to do that anymore. And then I had (laughs) the choice of like, you know, or not choice, but it was more like my decision was then how long do I have to sit here and pretend I'm still having fun and having this conversation uh, Mm -hmm. before I can leave? And it's not so obvious that, like, you said that, and now I have, like, a me-shaped hole in the wall as I'm running away. Um, So I will just admit that that's probably the dumbest one I've had. And it's not even so much that I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this, and he's going to get back with me. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'm like, hey, as long as we're, like, both still into it, like who knows, you know, it's not hurting anyone, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I, yeah. I put it in the try to save the relationship category because I feel like deep down, if I were to pay someone to unpack it with me, we would be like, oh, you're, you know, you're trying to get the relationship back. Like that's not my intent when I'm drunk texting, but yeah. So yeah, I understand that I I don't know if that hurt anyone else to listen to, but didn't feel great sharing. So I you're welcome. I mean, thank you for sharing though. I mean, that was a very you know genuine story. I feel like I just ramble the whole time. Um, you let me interject at least. <laughs> Day, daylight hours, man. I just if yeah. you uh, look if y'all are looking for a way to reject someone, tell them you only want to see them in daylight hours. I'm telling you what. <laughs> I've been insulted and called a lot of things, but being told you only want to see me during daylight hours and we can have lunch Oof. on Sunday. Cuts uh, to the core. I felt that one. Mm-hmm. I felt it. So. 
There you go. And not even not even at, at an acceptable time where you could end up turning it into dinner, you know? Um. No, this is like an after, this is like a post-church, pre-Sunday <laughs> scary time. Did, did you guys meet at like Cracker Barrel? No, we, I forget what we had for lunch. I guess that's not important. Oh, we had, we had tacos. So that was actually kind of nice. Oh, at least you got tacos out of it then. Yeah, and he paid because he made more money than me. Um, Shut the fuck up. So, anyway, that's probably the dumbest one I've done. It didn't even feel that dumb until I was rejected that harshly. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess Mm -hmm. it was pretty dumb. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I guess that takes us into our next one, which is Mm -hmm. superlatives. Did we decide that was the next one or were we doing? Um... Because now my list is a little wonky. Yeah, now I think it should be superlatives. Because I know we both have a few, so. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, Do we want to just, like, go back and forth on this? Yeah, and I think think you have more. So you should start, and you will also probably end. Okay, yeah. So I included some that, like, weren't my um, significant relationships, but one oh, that same, I thought yeah. were just, uh, fun to include. So, okay. um, I'm ready. dating dossier would now like to present our dossier superlatives. Our breakup so, superlatives. Our breakup superlatives. Um, and so the file for dumbest reason to break up goes to my, my first love, Evan Her. You'll hear in the next episode. Uh, <laughs> if I haven't plugged that enough. Uh, we broke up for the dumbest reason. And it was because he couldn't take me to prom. <laughs> so, Evan, this one's for you. you. Golf claps all around. Uh, you may DM us your speech. Um, okay, is that bouncing to me? Yep, it's back to you. So, my superlative for most annoying breakup goes to the guy who texted me that we were breaking up while I was literally across the country at training for my new job. Mm. He said he was breaking up with me because his sister, who introduced us, uh, was acting dumb. And so, therefore, he had to cut out everyone from his life that was involved with her. But he wished me the best. So that was nice. Um, And then immediately blocked me, so I couldn't respond. So I got the message while I was in training, get out of training, blocked by my by my boyfriend while he was on the other coast. So that was the most annoying breakup. So golf claps all around. That's great. That's great. A lot of contenders there. A lot of contenders there. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Oh, my. All right. Hopefully this will save. Um, Okay. So um, my next, uh, and this is in no order of when I've dated these people. Right. Um, Same. The, the next superlative goes to, uh, for being the other woman unknowingly, mm. goes to my Tinder date, who 
I unknowingly was the other woman for. But then he texted me one day saying, hey, my girlfriend found out about us, so we have to end things now, and then blocked me. This one's for you. Thank, thank you for that one. Thank you. That's what I, I really wanted to be and always aspired to be in this feeling in um, my, my, my superlative for most fucked up, drum roll please, I know you all, all know, know this one. which one this is. Oh, good that, contender. That Nominated a few times. Well, that well-earned superlative <laughs> goes to Zach, and I know you knew it was coming, um, for dumping me again the night before college graduation <laughs> I'm gonna get a standing ovation for that one I know seriously pop some champagne for that one <laughs> that's a big one. Oh man nominated so many times in this category and finally the win <laughs> <sighs> all right um I guess back to me mm-hmm. um let's see uh, I'm gonna go with um, the most mutual award mm. um, goes to uh, Sean McGuire, who you can hear in Yes and I Love You. <laughs> um, our bonus episode released last week. Uh, we both wanted to end the relationship because we just weren't interested in dating anymore, but we still wanted to be friends. <laughs> so that was most mutual. So this one's this one's for you, Sean. Beautiful. My superlative in a similar fashion because mm-hmm. this category mm-hmm. just had so many nominations. Um so my superlative for the I'm just not that into you goes to <laughs> my high school boyfriend because a I don't remember Mm -hmm. the breakup if I'm being honest even though we dated for three and a half years and b it's because I was already interested in uh the action the winner from the most fucked up breakup so god comes around full circle full circle ladies and gentlemen wow wow we all get what we deserve in the end it's like when like when we saw all the Marvel characters get together in Infinity War. It was just chills. like that, really. I know. <laughs> there was a soundtrack chills. in the background. It was great. But uh, <laughs> but but back to you. What's next? Okay. Um, I guess I'll do one as well. Um, the I'm the Asshole Award. This one actually goes to me. <laughs> but um, accepting it on my behalf is the guy, excuse me, I dated after uh, my college boyfriend and I broke up. Um, my roommate and I decided that we were going to date, uh, these two guys and, um, both of them turned out to be, uh, pretty boring (laughs) and I was a complete asshole and about the whole thing and I let him on and I'm very sorry about that. So I am the asshole in this, but he is going to accept the award on my behalf. So this is an, I'm sorry to you. Um, but yeah, this is the, I'm the asshole award. Hey. We love it. We we stand a queen who can accept her mistakes. We own up to our mistakes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We we stand. Um, 
So my superlative for the fucked me up the hardest breakup goes to, Mm -hmm. again, a familiar story. The guy who followed me to the grocery store and then told me he was not in love with me, even though we'd only been dating for two months. And I was not aware that love should have been on the table. That one messed me up. And then I, of course, was later sanctioned to daylight hours. So it was just really good, really good feeling, long-term lasting effects. Love it. Love Love to see it. Uh, Yeah, that one definitely uh, takes a toll. Takes a toll. Um, let's see. I guess maybe, you know what? No, I'll go into my, uh, hardest one to get over, uh, is actually somebody I've been talking about quite a bit tonight. Um, mainly because, you know, we both really just didn't want to be in the relationship and yet it was so hard to get over this person. Mm. Uh, it goes to my college boyfriend who just kind of told me one night, wasn't feeling it on our three year anniversary. Wasn't feeling it anymore. That was hard to recover from, and I thank you. Mm, it's the timing for me. I know. We just, we sound almost like bitter queens, but we're actually having a lot of fun. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, trying not to crack up laughing. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you saw our faces, we actually are, like, having a good time. So please, nobody we, think that this is, we like, We were dying laughing. A, a, writing, malicious. Like, we were dying laughing writing these down. Like, we were having way too much fun naming these breakups. Like, just FYI. Yes. Well, wait, yes. actually, like, 1010 recommend, it made me feel better, like, giving them these yeah. stupid-ass names. <laughs> giving them, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, but my next one, uh, this superlative, it's near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's most justified on my part, and that goes oh, to yes. the guy who left me outside on New Year's Eve, and therefore I got frost nip on my toes. <laughs> Jack Frost Award. The Jack Frost <laughs> nipping at your toes. A good Christmas time treat for all of us. Uh, yeah, that was well, well deserved. I mean, give it up for the man of the hour. My God, is he still single? I. Uh... <laughs> No, actually, he's not. <laughs> no. God, all the good ones are taken. I know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I guess I'll do kind of another serious one. Okay. Um, okay. Bring it back. Bring it back. Let's see. Let's see. Um, probably uh, this one is the um, hardest decision slash uh, most significant breakup. Okay. Uh, would go excuse me, <laughs> um, to my daughter's father, because that was a, uh, that was quite a choice I had to make to, yeah. uh, leave. I ended up moving halfway across the country and, um, you know, we have a child together, so he'll always be a significant part of my life. So, uh, most significant breakup that's going to kind of ch- change the course of my life. Yeah. Um, you know stuff uh yeah goes to my daughter's father so most ex- i'm gonna change it to most expensive breakup so, well deserved well deserved in my yes. opinion yes. yes um so i'm just gonna let this one speak 
for itself. This is a little bit of a, a longer title, but it's a superlative that, that, that has to be mentioned. And it is oh, yeah. the, um, the, I can't call you every day because the last time I talked to someone every day, they died award goes to the guy who I dated for three months, but probably saw a total <laughs> of five times. <laughs> Oh, man, I had somebody win for that one, too. You know what? I'm going to say <laughs> at least he didn't ghost me. And he didn't want you to become a ghost either. He, honestly, he was looking out for me, so I do have to hand That's it to him. Yeah, what are you doing? You want to call me sometime? <laughs> I guess not every day, though. Know. Don't call me every day. but Yeah, maybe every other day. You can uh, DM us at dating underscore dossier if you uh, you want to reignite that spark. As long as uh, I'm still living, my DMs are open. So, Jillian, Jillian's still alive. Got a heart beating for you. <laughs> so, yeah, one. yeah. Round of applause oh. for round of applause for the creativity. I mean, oh. give it up. Oh. Oh my god! I mean, seriously, best best writing. I'm surprised you didn't sweep the categories. Original, yeah, love it. How many how many more do you have? Oh, that was, was it. That your last one. I I go out with a okay. bang. Yeah. All right, and I will end with a bang because I had like one or two more, but I think I'm gonna end on a on a high note. Ooh, okay. Um, the uh, award for. Weirdest encounter after we broke up mm. goes to the guy I hooked up with a couple of times um, right before I met my daughter's father. He and I uh, hooked up. He then ghosted me. Then he tried coming back around. He was a boomerang, and I rejected mm. him. He didn't take it well, and uh, he blocked me on everything after that. But that's fine. And... <laughs> So then, flash forward a year later, after we had hooked up, I'm taking my daughter to her first uh, pediatrician appointment. She's one week old. Aww. So it couldn't be his unless I was pregnant for a year. <laughs> um, and um, who was sitting at the front desk of the reception but my, my beautiful, handsome uh, soulmate, Tinder man. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and he remembered me. I remembered him. He remembered where I lived. So wow. Taking down my information was very easy because apparently he still had my number despite blocking it. And yeah, so that was fun. And then just a little added side note is my my daughter's father came with me to this appointment. And uh, on top of that, one of the doctors who delivered her was uh, checking her out that day. This uh, He was on a peds rotation. And uh, at one point during my labor, he checked my cervix. So in this tiny office, I then became a statistic Mm -hmm. of how many people had been inside me. Um, I think there were about about maybe 10 people in the office, and 40% of them had been inside me at one point, including Tinder Man, my daughter's father, uh, the doctor, and of course, my daughter herself, who... Uh, had just recently left my body. So that would be the weirdest encounter after. And I saw him 
quite a few times after because I take my daughter to the doctor. Weirdest so. encounter, thank you to a good WAP. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Widely accredited pediatrician. <laughs> awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was our superlatives. So if you guys have any superlatives you want to send in, please do. And I'm, I'm telling you what though, writing those down was so much fun. We were dying, Mm -hmm. laughing, telling each other the superlatives before we started recording. So it's a little bit cathartic, I think, to kind of give them the dumb names and categorize them. So even if you don't want to send them in, if you just want to do the activity, I recommend. Yeah. You can tell us the story. We'll create the the superlatives. Oh yeah. Oh, that would, oh, I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can DM us on Twitter. You can message us on Instagram. You can post in the um, podcast group, or you can message one of us if you want. Or if you're one of our fellow friends, you can always add, uh, just text us. Yes. So, <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So that was our, um, that was the end of our, at least for now, ask the experts. Those were just some mm-hmm. questions, kind of reminiscing, revisiting relationships. Um, just so everyone knows we are planning to do another full episode on red flags because I feel like there's so much mm-hmm. to unpack there. There's so, um, many directions we can go. There's already an episode titled red flags. Um, I did that episode with my friend Chelsea. It was awesome. It was really funny. If you guys haven't listened mm-hmm. to it, it's really funny. It was a good episode. Um, but we plan to do another episode on red flags. I think we also plan to do another episode on like takeaways and overarching themes. So mm-hmm. if those were some topics that you guys wanted to hear about exes, that's coming. If you have any suggestions or thoughts or questions you want answered, we are, our DMS are open on every social media as per usual. Yeah. And, uh, I think we're also going to maybe cover, um, a breakup episode too. I know yes. you already have done one. Um, but, I am definitely here to kind of help contribute. Well, like the red flags, uh, there's that. so much. There's so much to yeah, unpack there is. and go over. So it's just one episode is not enough. So definitely looking forward to mm-hmm. more future deep dives with those. And if there's any topic that you guys want us to cover, please message us. Let us know, even if it's just a funny story. I know we haven't done um, a listener episode in a while, but I think yeah. maybe we're going to do one relatively soon. Yes. Yeah. So Um, please send it. If you've been thinking about sending in your story, definitely do so. As always, it stays anonymous. If identifying information is accidentally dropped in the episode, like we can fix mm -hmm. that like post recording during the editing process. So please send those in. Yeah. They are so much fun and Jess hasn't gotten to do one yet. So there's some more motivation too. I am so ready. Please let us know that you're out there. Hello? Anyone there? It's me, Jillian. <laughs> Can anyone hear me? <laughs> Is there anyone Titanic. alive out there? <laughs> <laughs> Jack! Wait, Jess! Me whistling? Jess! A listener's writing in, Jess! Jess! Jess, the listeners are typing, Jess! <laughs> I've already drowned, Jillian. <laughs> I've drowned in my tears. 
Somebody needs to take our microphones away. Oh my God. <laughs> Please. I just got a microphone. So if you guys are now listening and you're like, Ooh, that's some smooth jazz right there. That's uh, it's because I took a, took a risk, took a chance and I uh, got a, got a microphone. That's so right. you probably noticed it on the last episode. We're so a fish. <laughs> For sure. So yeah. And, um, I'm sorry to anybody out there. I know all of, all of my exes listen to this um and all of my former paramours mm-hmm. uh, i'm just kidding but uh, i'm sorry if you do not hear your breakup superlative it was just for a lack of time um feel free to nominate just, yourself i would love it yeah if you want to absolutely if you want to nominate yourself go for it if you want to nominate one of us because you dated us please please we want to know i want to know i would if you if you want to inflict some pain post breakup, you can probably easily make mm-hmm. me cry. I'm just throwing it yeah. out there. I sometimes need people to just tell me everything that's wrong with me. <laughs> I need to hear it outside of the inside my head. So from, from their mouth to God's ears. Um, <laughs> so I think we are going to do our tinder character because mm-hmm. we did that for you all last week and you probably saw the picture but the audio got a little bit messed up we were having a ton yeah. of technical difficulties last week that's why the episode dropped late again sorry about that i know jess was tweeting out updates as we were as she was getting more information aka i was like i don't know what i'm doing but i'm trying um <laughs> So I also took a long time editing that um, episode with me and Sean. So <laughs> this was, yeah, it was a, a rough week for us. Yeah, um, technical, technical, technically, yeah, yeah, technically it was a <laughs> rough week. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and go over our character profile now for you. Mm-hmm. So the, the picture so. is already up on all of our social media, so feel free to find it and uh, follow along. I'll probably tweet it out again this week. Yeah, that, just that's probably a good idea. Yeah, just give everybody a little refresher. Yeah. So we're in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're swiping. You can be a guy in 2004. You can be yourself in 2004 you could just be a a random lady in 2004 if you want um but yeah and uh who do we come across jillian we come across the one the only regina george (gasps) the queen be herself Mm what do we think what do we think first glance at the profile uh, she's, like, really pretty. So you agree? You think she's really pretty? What? I said, so you agree. You think she's really... Oh, so... I'm Scott. <laughs> Don't edit that out. Keep it in. I want you to own up to your mistakes. You uncultured swine. I know. I don't deserve a seat at this table. <laughs> You can't sit with us. No, I can't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, she's uh, really pretty, and uh, so she's from. She's eighteen. Her name's Regina. She's from Evanston, Illinois. 
Um, and her profile says, my name is Regina because I'm the queen bee. Mm-hmm. And she uses the crown emoji and the bee emoji. Um, and it says, yes, you can buy me a drink. Maybe cheese fries. Ugh, girl, after my heart. Um, try not to be too obsessed with me. Trust me, it's happened before. <laughs> Literally same. Um, and then it says she's a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't try to make fetch happen. Okay. So, what do we think? What do you think? So, I like the use of emojis. They're present but not overpowering. Mm-hmm. So, we have the crown emoji, the bee emoji, and a Scorpio emoji. So, I am a fan of that. Yes. I'm a fan of the use of but not the overindulgence of emojis. So, that I like. That's uh-huh. a plus for me. Oh, yeah. Huh. For me, it's just like... I like to be the one that people are obsessed with in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like two queens, you know, fighting for the throne. So, and it's not that, like, I don't think that she would be great. It's just, I feel like I'd always have to be in competition with her. I mean, she does look very fierce. Like, she's not smiling in the picture. Mm-hmm. It's very fierce. She has the face that I think I'm making in pictures, but I don't look like this in pictures. So, I always look like I'm a turtle that's on its back and just discovered <laughs> the camera was front-facing. I don't have... <laughs> when I try to make this face. I do not have a resting bitch face. I have a resting confused face. And I know this because whenever I'm relaxed, people ask me if I have a question. So... There you go. Um, but I like, <laughs> I like, I like that she has that. I don't know. I feel like I'm scared, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the power. I am, I might be swiping right. I think I'm just too afraid to fall in love. <laughs> so I mean, she would, I, she would end your shit. <laughs> Oh my, she, she would destroy me in the best ways possible. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready for that. Fair enough, that's fair. left. Because I'm not enough of a woman for her yet. Damn, that's deep. (laughs) Now, though, I will, so I want to swipe right. I want to swipe right, but here's, Mm -hmm. here's my reasoning behind it. She's one Mm -hmm. of those profiles that the person is so hot and so intimidating that I swipe right oh, yeah. just to see if we match. Like, I, I have to know. Like, am I... Confidence boost. Yes, exactly. Like, am I worthy? Like, can I do this? Um, and I want to see if we match. But that mm-hmm. being said, I don't mm. know that I have enough cojones to go on an actual date. Would you guys, like, message at all or do you think? I, I don't, okay. So since she's so like fierce and intense, I feel like I would want to message first to be like, I'm fierce and intense too, but I don't know what I would say. I can't go with like a high, like it can't be simple because she would eat mm-hmm. me alive. Like that would not get her. I wonder, cause her profile says mentions maybe cheese fries. What if mm-hmm. I go for the whole Cheese fries, craft house, Friday at eight, mm-hmm. and just take Ooh. control. What, like, do you think Ooh. it would go over well? I'm getting a little turned on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Should, I, should I bring that one to the real world? 
<laughs> it's awakening something in me. <laughs> hey, look, if it works on Jess, it has to work on Regina George. Um, exactly. I am the queen bee, so. Yeah. So that, that would be, I think that would be my move. I think that'd be what I would, what I would do. I don't know where it would go from there. I don't know if I would be blocked and reported mm-hmm. immediately or if I would get married to Regina. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you guys are young. No. But yeah, so then uh, I think we can fast forward to 16 years to 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So just swipe in, I think. You know, just having a good time, swiping through. And who do we run into? The but woman this, herself. The same, this wrecking ball of a goddess. Now, I will <laughs> say, I am enjo- just based on the picture, I am enjoying mm-hmm. the new processed hair. Like, she had the Ooh, blonde yeah. box dye, I think, in 2004, which we all did. Oh, everyone did. Uh, but everyone did. 2020, Regina has those Oof. ash blonde highlights with the red lip. Looks good. Looks oh, great. Oh, the red lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's, she's 34 now, mm-hmm. and we're in Chicago instead of Evanston, so she took a little trip to the city. That's your stomping grounds. Um, Former, yeah, former, yeah. but yes. Exactly. I mean, I know where Evanston is, too. It's not far outside of Chicago, oh, but... okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wonder what part of the city she's in. Mm-hmm. And it says, recently divorced and getting back out there. Little exclamation point. Mm-hmm. I'm a reformed mean girl, and I work as a family therapist. Interesting. No kids, but I coach field hockey for a local recreational league. Okay. And... It says, message me about my high school bestie, Gretchen Wieners. Yes, that one. The one that ran that cult. Whoa. Oh, man. Cult, cult catches my attention. How we feeling? How we feeling? So, I am a fan of the overall profile. However, mm-hmm. it may be a hard stop for me the first words being recently divorced because my brain immediately goes to if you are putting that on your dating profile, like how recent is it? Because I don't want to be the rebound. I'd rather not be the rebound. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this could be different. Like if we met in a bar, I feel like it could go very differently. But if you're putting it on your dating profile, that is something I usually try to weed out. So I may be leaning left towards 2020 Regina. I don't know. I kind of like her her honesty and how upfront she is about everything. But I don't know. And I like that she she works with kids. That, yeah. Um, very true. And, you know, she, she owns up to her past. She owns up to her mistakes. She admits that she used to be a mean girl. Um, I don't know. And I'm just, I'm digging her vibe. Um, I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd swipe right. Honestly, I think I would. Let me be your rebound. All right. So how does it, so, so how does it go? What's your message look like? What's your first date situation? Well, first I would hope that she messages first because she seems like the type now that might message first. Mm, Family therapy. Yeah. 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 But I think I would probably start off with some kind of like lame joke. Mm. Um, 
Or maybe I'll just ask her about, you know, her high school bestie who ran the cult. Which, I mean, I remember reading about it, you know, on, on BuzzFeed. So Yeah, she obviously is open to talking about it because she included it on her dating profile, so... I think it gives her, like, a little extra flavor that maybe I was missing from my life. So, yeah, I think I'd probably message her about that because, I, I, you know, I like learning about true crime and everything and and cults fascinate me. Um, you know, I'd be wary because I'd be worried that maybe she'd be trying to recruit me. Oh, but fair. It's I good think, to have yeah. a little bit of fear. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe we'd meet for, like, a drink at, like, some local winery, perhaps. Because um, she seems like a classy lady like that. She's a classy and, knows, bitch. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll start our life together. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I stan it. <laughs> so we're married now, and um, that's really great. <laughs> um, we made fetch happen. I You made fetch happen, especially with your new little dog. Um, that you will adopt when you become <laughs> a blended family. Um, yes. But that was super fun. All right, listeners, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Would you swipe right or left? And on, on which one? Because for me, I swiped right on 2004, but left on 2020, Regina. So. Yeah, and I'm the complete opposite. So <laughs> let us know, you know, uh, give us give us those dirty deets. Please do. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jillian, you're going to have a lot to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I uh, I feel good about this episode. I feel good. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel like the superlatives were the best part, which had I known that was going to be so fun, we should have just done all superlatives for every breakup we've done. Maybe <laughs> that's coming. Maybe they'll come, listeners, in the future, yeah. because I that was too much fun. If y'all really want it, we will do that. We will go through every single like relationship hook up everything that we've we've been through and we'll give superlatives not just for breakups we'll give just superlatives in general oh so yeah because that, jess had a us. question on her list mm. that was like the opposite <laughs> in the spectrum superlative no <laughs> no <laughs> all right you have to share with the class now biggest dick best lay you know uh let's let's get into those find out Uh, (laughs) on another episode of the dating dossier we're gonna gonna give superlatives for our sexual experience (laughs) (laughs) oh god have a list in my mind. I'm already <laughs> thinking about those superlatives. Alright. If if you guys prefer those superlatives over the Tinder profiles, let us know. Okay, I will. And here's what I'll do. I'll make a deal with the listeners. This episode is going to drop mm-hmm. on Thursday. Please, God, don't have more technical difficulties. When it Amen. drops... I will put Mm -hmm. a poll on my Instagram and the Dating Dossier's Instagram. Can you do a poll on Twitter? Yeah, I can do a poll on Twitter. I'll also do a poll on my Instagram. 
Okay. Too. And if we get, what's a good number? If we get this amount of people to say yes, then we will do the sexually explicit superlatives. All right. Let's say 17. <laughs> that is, is not that hard to do. So, Which is how old Edward is forever because this is our Twilight <laughs> podcast. This is... Um, this is forever the Twilight podcast. Um, I say I say 50 because we have 125 people in the Facebook group. Yeah. We have 54 followers on Instagram I, or Twitter. I think we have a similar amount on Instagram. And I have like 500 followers on Instagram. So I feel like if we get a combined number of 50 people okay. say yes they want the episode we will do it do you want me to also post this in the facebook group yes can you do a poll yeah i can do a poll in there i think so yeah yep it's gonna be everywhere so look on thursday wherever you follow us on social media fill out the poll get your vote in there Sex if we hit 50 yeah we will do a sexually explicit superlative. Can people vote more episode. than once? Like, yeah, they're probably they. Oh, as in like we get to make the rules. Well, like, because I'm saying like if somebody voted in the Facebook group, can then they go on like our Instagram and vote again? So normally I would say no, but because the last time I did a poll on Instagram, only three people answered. Mm-hmm. I feel like. It won't super, because if three people do it everywhere, we're not going to hit 50. So I feel like people can vote for more than one. If you want to go vote and follow us on more than one social media, honestly, I like the, I like the determination. Yeah. Um, And if I can't do a poll on Twitter, I'll just be like, you know, favorite this tweet if you want us to do the sex superlatives. Okay, so you guys heard it. You yep. heard the rules. That's what we're doing. Hopefully you made it to the end of the episode, so you got that uh, got that info. Yeah, so we'll do it in lieu of a, a profile next week. But I do want to do the ones for October because we are going to do some fun, some fun ones. Oh, you guys, are, you guys are not ready, but like in a good way. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You probably already know, but it's fine. It's yeah. You're still going to like it. You're going to like it. You're going to look at it. You're going to love it. Uh, But yeah, that was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Got a lot of editing to do. I, uh, I love listening to my voice for six hours. (laughs) Not just mine. It's now not just mine. So it does make me feel a little, yeah, you get to have less crazy conversation with this angelic voice. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do laugh out loud at us oh my so. god me too when i like when i listen to it in the car and stuff i'm like oh my god we're funny <laughs> bitches like look at us i know and it's like is that why we're single uh all right but, i'm gonna stop my re- oh wait okay so are we gonna say goodbye no we have to do we have to do the outro oh we didn't do the outro you I thought, wait did we i thought we did it at the beginning oh we did uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, good thing one of us is paying attention. Um, But yeah, so thank you all for listening. Um, You know, seriously, reach out to us on social media. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. We we love you. Please do. Okay. All right, cool. Bye. Bye.